to Let's Talk About Sex Jamie. I am Jamie and on today's episode I'll be chatting to Vosh about a man known as Jordan Peterson. Now some of you may know who that is. If you do you've probably formed an opinion of him. Um, quite a interesting guy to talk about and uh, yeah the stuff that he covers. You know what I'll shut up. We talk about it in the episode. Uh, you're about to hear it. Um, yeah so that was super interesting. Really grateful to Vosh for jumping on and talking to me about that. And I'm also chatting to Tenny about hinge prompts. And some of our uh, most hated Hinge prompts, I guess. Most generic Hinge prompts. Um, yeah, anyone that's on Hinge, you, you'll know there are there are some pretty uh, pretty funny prompts on there, I guess. Um, some pretty generic ones. Anyway, I'll shut up and let the episode start. Uh, if you like what you hear on this episode, please let us know on the Twitter, the Instagram, YouTube comments. You know, I need to I need this validation, guys. I just need it. I need it. I literally need it. And I hope you have a good week. Love you. Bye. Following conversation is available to be seen with your eyeballs over on our YouTube channel. So if you fancy it, go over there and check out the video, or just stay here and keep listening. I don't, I don't care. Enjoy. Hey, Bosh. Hey, Jamie. How's it going? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Not bad. All right. Yeah. Not bad. We finally got our time zones linked up. It's quite <laughs> late here and quite early for you, but we're here now. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's not your fault. You didn't invent time. If I got up earlier than 11 a.m. every day, then it uh, wouldn't be so early for me. So I'll take I'll take a good chunk of the blame for this one. Yeah, it's fine. It was it was 8 p.m. and I was about to go to bed, and I saw your email. I was like, okay, I should probably get up now. So we're both to blame, I think. But yeah, all good. <laughs> right. Um, so I want to talk to you about someone, someone that I've heard uh, their name bump around a lot, especially among my friends, which I think is quite interesting. Um, and you have some very strong takes on this person. Uh, and I kind of want to just like get a brief summary on them. Uh, I want to talk to you about Jordan Peterson. Oh, absolutely. I love Jordan Peterson. I love talking about Jordan Peterson. You love talking about, yeah, I've seen a lot of your content is about Jordan Peterson. It's very interesting. Um, so give us a quick summary of who the hell Jordan Peterson is for those that might not know. Well, uh, he's a lot of things now, I guess. Mm. I mean, he's a, he's a psychology professor. Um, he's known mostly for self-help and for sort of, um, uh, inflammatory political rhetoric. Um, I think he's an interesting guy to talk about because while I'm not a big fan of his content, I think that the content he produces for its love and for what it receives is indicative of a broader social need. A lot of people exactly, talk about yeah. him like he's a kind of daddy figure, you know, mm. like he's the responsible male archetype that people missed out on when they were a kid. And um, the fact that so many people seem to want that tells me that maybe there is some missing identity that people are upset over. Yeah, exactly. That, it's exactly why I want to talk about it. Yeah, because I, I heard I, it came up as like a meme of, you know, you know, a guy's toxic when he listens to Jordan Peterson. And I thought, OK, well, let's find out who this person is. Did a bit of research. And all I could find was like kind of cool like quotes from him, like, like inspiring men, um, and kind of tapping into this, like exactly we say this kind of need of like, you know, I think a lot of, a lot of, a lot of guys might feel kind of lost sometimes. And there's this figure who is, you know, kind of 
giving them advice uh, and direction in in like a non patronizing kind of way. That was the vibe I got anyway. So I was like, oh, what's the problem here? I don't I don't fully understand. Um, so yeah, there, there's a lot of controversy around him though, right? Maybe you could. I'd say so. Yeah, yeah fill us in on that. So, um, well, a lot of it comes from the political positions he's taken. He, he came to fame not through his self-help, but rather through his alarmism at Bill C-16, which was a Canadian bill which would include trans people in a pre-existing list of protected classes in Canada. Mm. Uh, and he, the way he talked about this, he talked about this like this was the Fourth Reich storming through his door, uh, <laughs> okay. you know, demanding that he like give up like Jewish people in his basement. I mean, he, t- he talked about this like it was the next authoritarian wave. He'd be arrested. He talked about how he would rather be arrested you know i would rather go to jail than submit myself to the pay, the, the authority of the the you know that kind of stuff so yeah. that's when he really came to fame but his lasting authority has been on i think masculinity and gender relations where mm. he has a lot of stuff to say some of which i think i agree with um and you take a look at this guy's content and it seems like he's the most recent and the most erudite of a long succession of groups or individuals who have made a name for themselves offering men a new identity something that lost especially young men uh feel like they're missing out on he gives them something to latch on to mm. i don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that you see that also with communities like the red pill pickup artistry men going their own way men's advocates stuff <laughs> yeah. like that you know yeah yeah for sure but exactly it's, it's kind of what you're saying it makes me question why like what is he tapping into here there's something that there's clearly a void here there's a, there's a jordan peterson shaped hole in people's lives and uh i think yeah that's more interesting than his actual kind of work i think oh i 100 i agree with that yeah mm-hmm. yeah so yeah on the uh on the self-help stuff another reason why this is super interesting to me is because i'm like you know with, with the with the sect podcast you know i i kind of have a lot of interesting conversations like you know push my beliefs the whole point is i'm trying to learn you know more about all kinds of things to do with sex and gender and all that stuff so around my friends uh who aren't in that world i tend to be the most air quote I hate the term woke uh, out of my uh, group of friends. Um, And it's them that recommended Jordan Peterson to me as, you know, he's this thinker and he's helping me like understand things in my life and stuff like that, which, which I think is really interesting because people that aren't, that wouldn't necessarily seek out, you know, self-help books or anything spiritual or, you know, they wouldn't listen to to speakers or thinkers or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. So I, I got, I got given his book. Uh, he and, really is kind of like a pop philosopher in a way, you know, yeah, I mean, people exactly, yeah. who talk about him. Yeah. They've, they they do not talk about philosophy in other contexts. He's broken into a market that I don't think people really knew existed, which is like this weird triad of philosophy, self-help and psychiatric analysis mm. that I don't think, I mean, there have been people who have touched in those things before on their own and sometimes collectively, but nobody with the level of success and prominence as him. Mm. And the cultural impact has been tremendous. While very few people that I've spoken to directly admit to have been, been influenced by Jordan Peterson, I can see very clearly that since you know his rise, there's been a change in the way some of the people that I talk to who I don't agree with have talked about some men's issues. And in a way, really? I actually like that. Mm. Um because men do suffer from a lot of distinct problems, problems that women don't experience, at least not as much. And it's important that those be talked about. Mm. But at the same time, I think the way JP comes at it is not always the most helpful. Mm. Well, can you be more specific there? Yeah. So as I understand it, men 
It feels like men are suffering from a lost identity because we never got the new identity that women got when second wave feminism told them, not told them, I'm being simplistic here, but mm-hmm. when, when it sort of, when it came to be understood that a woman's identity existed beyond like housekeeping and homemaking, that you could be sexually liberated, you can go and get a job, be a girl boss, be an astronaut, be a mm. drone pilot, whatever. Mm. And women have taken to this with mixed results. Women are less happy now than they used to be, but they also have more political, social, and economic power. And Hmm. well, it's complicated, but the point is there's some new identity to grasp onto this girl boss thing. I mean, it's known, recognized when young girls are growing up, we know what to teach them, be independent, you know, be strong, be confident. And those are great lessons. But with a lot of young boys, the problem that we've had historically is that many of the bad things men suffer from are a product of overconfidence. Uh, turning into arrogance, you know, Mm. um, strength turning into emotional distance, independence turning into isolation. So Mm. with men, the solution wasn't really tell them all those things we're telling women because we've been doing that and we did it so hard and with so much exclusionary fervor that we ended up pushing them off (laughs) into the worst elements of those types of behavior. So how do we rein it back? Jordan Peterson's approach to this is by reframing the responsibilities of the masculine male and contextualizing them within a broader paradigm in Western civilization of order versus chaos. Mm. And men are meant to be these ordered individuals who promote civilizational development, who adhere to an ethical code while being respectful of these baseline biological distinctions between themselves and women. Mm. And while there's some truth to that, I don't think it fixes the fundamental problem, which is that dudes are lonely. Dudes are lonely and prideful and the pride when hurt makes them angry and they're angry all the time because they feel like society owes them something like a warrior's wreath, you know, like a Mm. cape to wear uh, that they're never going to get because that's not how anything works anymore. That's not how things have worked for a long time. So they just stay angry and they take it out on everyone around them. They don't make friends. They're horrible to their wives and their kids. And this is not just a men's problem. I know that elements of this can be found everywhere, but it's an element of men's suffering. And we need a new identity, some new thing to base our our lessons on for them to grow out of that, in my opinion. Yeah. So you think that, that all of that is just kind of the perfect storm for the you know the timing of someone like JP to show up? dudes are alienated right now and they're lonely Mm. and they don't know how to, when you're growing up, you know, um, how do you interact with women? Like as a guy, Mm. right? Women know how they can interact with men. Being frank, women can do whatever they want. Their caution is their safety. If Mm. they want to be a very flirtatious, they're not going to get punished for it. If they Mm. want to be shy and coquettish, they can do that as well. But with guys, it's like this crazy balancing act. We don't have to worry for our safety, which is a blessing. Don't Mm. get me wrong. But if we're overly flirtatious, we can get accused of being like creepy. And if we're too quiet, then nobody pays attention to us. So it seems like there's not as much leeway and a lot of guys are confused. Well, do I do like the alpha male thing, even though that's outdated? Is is that what we're going for? How does Mm. this work? Nobody tells them. Yeah. And that's interesting as well. You mentioned the alpha male thing, because I feel like that's that's seen a, a, a resurgence recently. You know, this whole alpha oh, male sure. thing is something that keeps getting talked about and keeps coming up as as like a, yeah, a valid way to behave. <laughs> or the sigma male. Have you heard of the sigma male thing? No, no. Describe that. Oh, God. So 
Um, I'll explain this very charitably. The, the alpha male is like, you know, I'm like the leader pack, alpha wolf, big dog. And like the sigma male thing is like people saw the alpha male stereotypes, but they realized they were too awkward and asocial to like meet those conditions. Okay. So they came up with a new thing called sigma male, which is like we're just as good as alphas, but we're like weirdo loners. <laughs> so it's okay. like, so they all get to like be a part of the the social, you know, the social echelon up there at the top. It's really, but, but dudes take this seriously. There'll yeah. be guys who, who, who read these, who watch these YouTube videos, like they're, like they're horoscopes, you know, and they'll, they'll, <laughs> they'll take them really, really seriously. And yeah. I think that's sad because mm. it means that there's not something internal to them that they can trust. There's nothing inside that they can turn to and think of as a reliable totem of their self-identity. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It definitely feels like they're kind of, yeah, reaching out and just grabbing onto anything that helps them find an identity, you know, um, and gives them some sort of direction. It's interesting that you brought up the, the, uh, the whole thing of, you know, how do we interact with girls growing up? So I've got anyone listening to the podcast would know I've got a history of uh, sex addiction. I talk about it quite a lot. Uh, and I, um, yeah, was very much taught from an early age that you talk to girls to flirt with them. And the goal is always to, you know, achieve a relationship with girls. Um, and that was, that was what being a man was. Uh, and that even though I, you know, it didn't, it didn't stick too much. I don't think I got too much of a toxic personality, but it definitely manifests itself in like my mid twenties to this, to tying validation and self-worth to, you know, pursuing sex. Um, and I think that's, yeah, a small example of what you said about, yeah, we're not, we're not sort of encouraged to make friends with everyone. You know, it's like, you, you know, you're the boys, you hang out, you play video games with the boys and then the girls are to be chased. Yeah, the, yeah, they'll make fun of you for like hanging out with girls in a in a platonic sense, which is like wild. Yeah. Yeah. That's half the entire human population that's just <laughs> off to friend. Okay, I guess. <laughs> and it's it's in a way it's self-reinforcing too, because women learn these lessons too. And women learn that if men want to be friends with them, it's usually a pretense to some kind of underlying sexual desire, which to be fair, it often is, because a lot of guys will become friends with women as a way of you know, shanghaiing them out of uh, their sort of non-platonic interest. Uh, but it, I mean, that sucks in all directions, right? It's like a <laughs> game of chicken that both like genders are playing with each other yeah. constantly and nobody can like take a breath. Mm. I think that as a general rule, being earnest and straightforward and open is like the best solution to any of these problems with regards mm. to relationships, friendships, sexual interest. But we're, we're too far away from the goal in both cases. Women have to be quiet about this stuff because if they're not, they're slut shamed and yeah. men have to be more aggressive than they probably should have to be because quiet men, unless they're devastatingly hot, get very little attention from, yeah. from women. You know, you have to be forward and brash a little bit and mm -hmm. that sucks on all angles. Cause that leads to a lot of misbehavior to put it lightly um, that we would you know rather do without. Yeah, for sure. All right. So yeah, in general, if you think that someone is listening to this now, well, a guy, if a guy is listening to this now and they feel they resonate with things like, you know, feeling lonely, feeling lost, uh, would you push them in the direction of Jordan Peterson or would you encourage them to try something else? I wouldn't because I don't think it really fixes the fundamental problem. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people like Jordan Peterson can really get you roped up in the aesthetics of self-discipline and self-control. 
but it goes beyond that. I think it's about being able to make friendships and being able to see yourself through the eyes of others, which I notice a lot of people, especially men, have trouble doing. They're always locked inside of themselves, which is really isolating because true socialization is seeing yourself through the eyes of others. There's some, what was that, Durkheim? There's some sociologist who wrote on that. It's true. <laughs> you need to be able to see yourself through others. Jordan Peterson, I don't know if he does that. If there are any guys who are lonely out there, I guess I would suggest that you, and this really depends on how much time and money you have, but like, try to be like a bright sunflower to the people around you, you know, <laughs> try, try to, try to consider self-discipline, the tool with which you can approach your life and that it goes beyond cleaning your room. It's a <sighs> holistic tool for understanding the people around you and putting off the best version of yourselves to them. They're not enemies to be like, uh, considered weighed and fought against they're just people doing their own thing and by being pleasant to them and around them you maximize your chances of a good outcome get a hobby you know go outside talk to people and don't beat yourself up if people don't want to talk to you back don't make it a pride thing everyone's going through their own stuff in life go out to a, 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 a i don't know a game tournament or something well it's people my age right it's all mini golf and like smash bros tournaments right go <laughs> go over there strike up conversation with cool people your age i don't know do something yeah. magic the gathering's good for that magic warhammer yeah. those nerd things yeah yeah for sure uh, yeah, Actually, yeah. i've got warhammer figures right behind me yeah go yeah, there yeah. And, and don't take it too seriously some people they try this once they build up all their social energy <sighs> they go out there and they're like all right we're going to talk to three people you know and they're sweating the whole time they're yeah. miserable just go there grab a drink talk to people if you see something interesting don't if you don't do it a couple times don't take it too serious if people don't like you back because a you don't know whether or not they like you back you only know whether they respond and there are a million walls between what people think and what they do mm -hmm. and b it's not a big deal we're all living our lives it's just the more seriously you take it the more likely you are to infer bad things from the results you get nice i like that solid advice in my opinion <laughs> Hello everyone, it's me, Jamie, and I've got an important announcement to make, alright? This podcast is now sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, anyone who's been listening to the podcast for the last however long it's been knows that I've been shouting about this company for years, since day one. One of our first episodes was a counselling session with me and my counsellor from BetterHelp, um, and I've been on it for years now probably like coming up to like four years i think maybe five years i've been on it um getting counseling um on a weekly basis and i love it um and yeah it's really it's really nice it's a bit like tinder for therapists you, you put in like your problems <laughs> the things that you want to talk to someone about and then it comes up with all these different counselors who um specialize in that area and you can kind of read a little bio and like read their reviews and stuff and pick which ones for you that's really cool i've gone through like probably probably about 14 counselors in my time on better help for me living in London especially um, I think it's the same for like most major cities out there therapy in-person therapy is really expensive um, this gives you that but you know at the kind of whenever you want to do it it's all online and you can do like you know video voice or text chat um, and it's way cheaper than seeing someone in person so um, yeah it's actual proper like therapy uh, online securely online um, yeah, I send messages at all, at all points in, in the day and night um, it's pretty good for that you can also um, mark them as urgent, which is quite nice. I think a lot of people, when they think about online counselling, they kind of think, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, it's like a bit of a distance. Like you're not completely like fully in touch with your counsellor. But um, I think, you know, with it being online, you're more in touch with them and you can mark messages as urgent if you want like a, a quicker response. So 
they are sponsoring this podcast now which is cool which means we have a discount link um you get 10 percent off if you go to betterhelp.com forward slash let's talk about sex jamie there's a link in the bio and yeah love you bye hey tony hey jamie you right very good How nice you? yeah not bad um so you want to go through hinge and talk about the kind of stuff that you see on there the from stock Google answers that girls put up on Hinge. Yeah. That, what do you mean by like stock? It's like there's a there's there's like a cheat sheet that I think <laughs> <laughs> that girls go to. And there's just, there's very there's a lot of repetition. Yeah, like the generic the generic that like one, yeah. uh, classic stuff that you need to have like on your dating profile. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I've got producer Hannah's phone. Yeah. So I'm going to be going through the boys on Hinge. You're going to go through the girls on Hinge, and we're going to find some generic genericness. Gold. <laughs> now we need to like highlight as well here that this we're not having a go at the people doing it they're just playing the game you know but we're not also, hating the players we're hating the game maybe <laughs> a bit more original though maybe, maybe. Just yeah because like, i'm not saying mine are like fire but also <laughs> have you got good okay we should go for yours first then I'll, actually yeah we'll go through mine let's 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 let's, your, let's name and show mine. so people that aren't on hinge uh, basically, it's a dating app that is designed for um, you to like actually read people's profiles. So it doesn't have like a blank bio space, like something like Tinder or like Bumble, where you can write whatever you want. With Hinge, you have to answer these prompts. They're called prompts, and it's like uh, here's a question just to get you to like say something about yourself. So stuff like you know, what do you expect to do on a first date, or uh, you know, what is non-negotiable for you? What is your favorite song? Sometimes they're really generic, and uh, yeah, but yeah. but Tenny apparently has broken the mold. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I've never seen this. I've, I've seen it a lot. You know, like if you're like buying, looking for something, then you see it everywhere because you're looking for it. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. now seen my prompts like everywhere. I'm like, oh, okay. oh, it's not original anymore. But my first one is, I'm weirdly attracted to big Tesco. Because <laughs> that's just like, I feel like that's like a really unintrusive like like first date. Right, I mean, yeah, like, oh, yeah. what are you doing? Let's be spontaneous. Eleven o'clock at night. We get some snacks at Big Tesco. Have <laughs> Big Tesco. We will be night shift workers, and it can be slightly romantic. Yeah. That's okay. Like, yeah. That's, right. that's what I think in my heart. That's that pretty one. good. All right. There you go. Um, second one. The dorkiest thing about me, there's a few. It's Rubik's Cube in two minutes, though. Wait, you write, you wrote that on your Hinge profile? Rubik's Cube. The dorkiest two- thing about me, Rubik's Cube in two minutes. First off, I've known you for like 10 years. I've never seen you touch a Rubik's Cube. I've literally, <laughs> I've, there's literally a picture of me in, in, in our WhatsApp chat where there's like a, there's an unsolved Rubik's Cube and like I put my, my watch up to the, to oh, the what? camera. Oh, what? Go f- no, we're no, just we're we're like it. Yeah, <laughs> All right. but that's the thing. Okay. Is that cool? So is that cool talking about doing Rubik's Cube in two minutes? That's quite a cool trick. Um, it started conversation before, so conversation works. started. Yeah. It works, Apparently. there you go. Hinge prompt. Uh, right. My last one is I'm looking for Doja Cat. Just like, not, like, <laughs> not like a girl that looks like Doja Cat, just like kind of Doja Cat energy because I feel like she's just like... <laughs> She fucks. Okay, yeah, she yeah. fucks. That, I like- was, that one actually got replaced by um, Never Have I Ever, and it was been rimmed, but that was like, that was, <laughs> that was so hit or miss, it was a joke, like, either worked yeah. really well, it was like, who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> yeah, that's Hinge though, that's yeah. Hinge. So I've, t- I've spoken about this on the podcast before, so I got banned from Hinge, mm. because uh, mine was, uh, my prompt was something like, what are you looking for? And I, my thing was... Um, I think I remember you telling yeah, me this, it was like... Um, it was... <laughs> Fucking followed by passionate friend zone. That's it. Which I like because, well, also because I was making loads of friends at that time yeah. that were like from dating apps and we would like meet up, not go on dates. I don't really go on dates. I just want to like, if, if I want to have sex, like I'm going to tell someone that I want to have sex and then we'll yeah. have sex. And then if, it, if there's like a connection and we like each other, then we become mates afterwards. And I met some of my like bestest best friends in that way. Yeah, that's very anti fuckboy of you. Right. You'd think so, right? right here, yeah. But I would, get, <laughs> I would get like a match a day 
on Hinge of someone just telling me I'm a fuckboy or like telling me <laughs> that I like should get off the app and like, all this shit. And I obviously got reported by people because they deleted my account and I got banned from Hinge. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not the one. Sad, right? Mm. But yeah, so like what you're saying about the, um, what was it, never have I ever been rimmed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It totally goes one or two ways. Because yeah. that's the thing with mine, like there was, for everyone that like messaged me saying like, get off this app. There's another <laughs> person saying, can I rim you? There was another person <laughs> <laughs> I want to rim you, yeah. No, no, I don't yeah. think so. Oh no. <laughs> what? Are you asking if I've been rimmed? Oh no, no, I was saying like since I put that up, I had been rimmed. Oh like, right. I'm living a line now, but I'm gonna keep it there because it's a good conversation starter. Oh, okay. Oh, so yeah. you have been rimmed, but your prompt still says never have I When I wrote rimmed. that I hadn't been rimmed. Ah, and it's still there because it's a good conversation. Yeah, that's ah, that's fuckboy. That's okay. fuckboy. No, 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 I get no, no. Fuck <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, alright, fair enough. Play the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're playing the game. But yeah, so yeah. I uh yeah, I would get for every person that would send me like abuse for it, there'd be another person that'd be like, Thank God you're just being honest. Yeah. Like they'd be like, Oh yeah, thank God I want that too or you know, let's do that. Like so it was funny because like you say, yeah, it was like fifty fifty. Mm. Um Hinge is an interesting one because Hinge is definitely like marketing itself as you're gonna find the love of your life. This is the relationship app, yeah, because yeah, their their whole thing is um the app that's designed to be deleted. So yeah. Mm. All right, cool. Well, let's look at some other people's prompts then. So I've got, I've got the boys on my phone. You've got the girls. We can take turns. Yeah. Have you got one ready? Um, let me find one. Actually. I've got one. I mean, I can just say one off top that I always see. I've got one. I'll fall for you if you trip me up. <laughs> Stop writing that. It's not funny. It's Is not, that not a good it's line. Not big. It's not clever. No. Why? Mm, Why did okay. you write that? Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Well, sorry to anyone who's got that, but <laughs> again, no hate on you. It's the game. Yeah. You know. Just. We respect what you're bringing to the game. We're having a go at the game. Um, I've got one. Something that's non-negotiable for me. Sleep. Uh, I feel like that's points. Uh, points in this okay. Oh, I've got, I've got a really good one. A really generic one. A really generic one. My love language is food. Yeah, mate. I, I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> um... Oh my god, hang on, sorry, the same guy has got another prompt. Let's make sure we're on the same page about you care about food and natural wine above anything else. This guy really likes food. Yeah. He's, is, he like, is he like baiting the... I feel like that's baiting. What? Like, what do you mean? Obviously girls want to go out for food and girls like cooking and a guy who cooks. Like, that's just... Oh, so he's, he's showing I like food and I cook. Yeah, that's like me putting like, this is, this is fuckboy. It's like, um, like, what's, like, what's the dorky thing about me? I know how to poach a perfect egg. <laughs> Like obviously, like not like what? Yeah, yeah. obviously that's just that's just, obviously that yeah. is such a so come over to my house. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. the only two responses you're going to get to that is, oh, we'll make me a poached egg. Was like, no, I can do a poached egg way better than you. Yeah, yeah. Either yeah. way, it's, it works. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got a good one here. Um, we'll get along if you don't take yourself too seriously. Mm. Who takes himself that seriously? I don't get that. I've never understood that. I haven't. Maybe it's just because I personally don't think anything of myself and don't take <laughs> myself at all seriously. Yeah, you don't take yourself at all seriously. No, yeah. yeah. Like, does, does anyone? Like, who, who thinks, I feel, who I would thinks say I'm that important, though? Like, well, is that what that means, though? I'd say I take myself quite seriously, but... But, like, in a, in a relationship setting, like... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a weird saying. Yeah, it's it's a weird... like, there's, there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. 
Right, unless you're like, like, I don't know how many like women meet like a fucking Wall Street guy like Barney Stinson. He's like <laughs> uber on all the time. That's someone who Maybe, takes themselves yeah. seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is someone it, whose favorite book is American Psycho. They, <laughs> they take themselves too seriously. Is that guy? Their favorite film yeah. is Fight Club. They they take themselves too seriously. Okay, yeah. If that's the guy you're talking about, then maybe fair enough. Yeah, okay, yeah. I can I can I can reason with that. Back to this guy, <laughs> the same guy. My love language is food. That guy. Yeah. Uh, let's make sure we're on the same page about uh, you care about food and natural wine. Mm. His third prompt, third and final prompt, something that's non-negotiable for me: natural wine and sparkling water at the dinner table. Oh, dude, get. A, uh, I'm gonna swipe in for you, Hannah. <laughs> okay, I've got one. From for someone that lives in London. This comes up a lot on dating apps because obviously, like, there's a lot of people move to London. They, a lot of people move to big cities, and then uh, they, getting on a dating app is a good way to introduce yourself to the city, right? Because you can meet people, yeah. maybe find someone to like show you around or whatever. This comes up so much. I'm looking for someone who wants to help me tick off my London activity list or help add to it. Fuck off. <laughs> Go that comes sh- up so much. Just, just, I don't know. Go Covent Garden. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> it's London. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. Sorry, I know it's your turn, but I just found the best one. I'm finding, I'm finding, I'm, I'm, I'm finding with well, butt kiss right now. Maybe it says something that I'm on like boy boy hinge, and I'm getting loads. You go on. Uh, go for go go this, this one pisses me off. Okay, well. this one pisses me off. We'll get along if you're a bit weird. Ah, <laughs> so random. I'm quirky. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> you pick. Oh my god, sorry. I'm gonna quickly sneak one in. Don't hate me if I. Tell you useless facts. This guy thinks he's random. Sorry, uh, I shouldn't be having a go at the guy. Uh, uh, so oh, no, he's so a rugby that guy. He's a rugby player. <laughs> oh, Funny, that's that. I, I saw this TikTok the day. There's like default um, rugby poses. One was like just like the guy, on the, like the guy on the side, and there's always one guy that's like down here. I know the camera can't see me, but it's always one guy that's like that. That's that. And you Which get, one are you? I was, I was You're up, this guy. No, I was, up, I was up the front. Like no, I was on the side actually throwing gang signs. You see any of my rugby pits as me doing that. <laughs> First round's on me if the second's on you. Uh, ah. Stop it. Just stop. Stop what you're doing. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm not finding generic ones. I'm just finding really stupid ones because yeah. I'm on the boy hinge. <laughs> One thing I'll never do again. Drink Captain Morgan. The captain and I are no longer friends. You're, you're <laughs> a funny dude. <laughs> Should I step up my hinge game actually? I feel like mine's quite boring. I've been told my, my profile is just like I think like two rogue pictures of me and like two vintage like 35 mil shots. 35 mil shots? Nice. Yeah. I mean, it works though. You get a decent amount of matches, right? I don't get any matches on Hinge now. Any. Know. Like one a month. I have to like spread. I, I, I kind of like back and forth my, 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 my radius to try and trick the algorithm up. Just to, right. Yeah, just try and trick. Because people I know on Hinge, I'm like, I've seen you once and never seen you again. But the people I don't want to match, I get them like... In, in, right. Yeah, it's, it's very often. Maybe we need to like compare notes. Because like every time... I was saying this before we started. So every time you don't live in London, but obviously mm. you come visit me a lot. Every time you come to London and open up a dating app, you get like ten really hot people just match you straight away. Whereas I live here and I don't get any matches. I don't like anyone on dating apps. Dude, like, really? it's, it's the algorithm. There's something going wrong. Yeah, I need yeah. to like. Okay, I think it must know that you've like gone to a new city. Maybe. It's like because my, yeah, my field like pops as well when I come here. Yeah, but I think that's just because like when I go work, but then I like get, go home and they're like, "Where did you go?" I'm like, "Oh, well, I don't actually live in London." I'm like, well, yeah, this isn't going to happen now. Yeah, I bet you can't. Guess my job role. 
No, I can't. I know literally nothing about you. You went to tell me. What, 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 there's no indication in your profile what you do. That screams. As your occupation. Yeah, Why I, would I guess that? How? Yeah, that just screams that they're like an accountant or. <laughs> no, no, no shame. No on shame accounts. on accountants. Yeah. I'll brag about you to my friends if. But this, this kind of goes for all of it, every, every category that you could possibly write this to. <laughs> you have a dog. <laughs> or a girl telling me you have a dog. I don't care. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm like, honestly, if you have a dog, that's fine, but it's. Have, being a dog person isn't a personality. It's you have a dog. That's the thing, though, right? Right. So, I'll briefly go into this. Remember my Happen thing? I was the number one thing on Happen. So Happen contacted me years ago. Happen's another dating app, saying that I was the number one profile on their app, right? So they wanted to interview me, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not as much of a flex as it sounds. It's just because Happen is based on like location, and I was touring loads that year okay. and like, traveling all over the place. So that's the only reason why. And the reason I know that's the only reason why is because they brought out this like article, which is like the top ten most liked profiles on Happen. Every single guy <laughs> had a dog in their photo. Every single one. I just don't get like. Okay, yeah, this, is, this isn't even like exclusively for girls. Like guys and girls. Like you have a dog. I get it. That's cool, but. But it's a big in. Don't hinge. It's your a big in because like that's your, there's your first date sorted. Take the dogs for a walk. Oh, fucking you know. Yeah. No, this, but yeah, this, this, I feel you because I'm not I'm not a dog person. This so. this, this, this this girl's got two on hers. It's um, the dorkiest thing about me is also Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's just too easy for me to. Say. I'll put Harry Potter on my hinge profile and yeah, yeah. let's just do that because what it's going to come to is like again, everyone's on hinge for one of two reasons. I'm on there for casual things and yeah. like. I don't feel like I can just come out and be like, do you want to just come around to my house and watch Harry Potter marathon? <laughs> we're not going to watch the Harry Potter marathon, but like, so what's, what's that in there for you? Like, what, right. where, where do we go from that? I can go on a little rant here. Okay, so yeah, as yeah. like a professional nerd, <laughs> I work in video games. I'm a dungeon master for hire. Like I am a proper <laughs> professional nerd. Harry Potter is this weird nerddom that like snuck in at the end. This like I feel like I've been a nerd since I was like a child because I was like reading fucking comics, watching Spider-Man, Card, like films and shit and we watched Spider-Man last night as well as on top of and like so I've like been a nerd for ages right yeah. and then Harry Potter shows up and suddenly like everyone's into Harry Potter but like nothing else but it's not like, it's not nerdy though it's, just, it's the thing you say to appear like you're a bit quirky it's like do you know it's the equivalent of you're not Harry you're Potter not, is like the most popular franchise in the world this is what I mean this is like saying you're into anime and then you like Studio Ghibli or Dragon Ball Z he's like of course you do they're the most two popular bits of anime in the world of yeah, course yeah, you yeah. like both of them come yeah. better than that I haven't yeah, yeah. Oh. No. I've got a very London one here. Mm. So, again, we're in London, right? So, I feel like dating apps change a bit when you're here. Uh, there's a lot of, like, pretentious people on here, right? Yeah. Especially oh. on the boy TikTok. Boy TikTok? Boy Hinge. <laughs> right? I'm half like that, too, though. Hertfordshire, really? Yeah, yeah I think so. I okay. Think, yeah, I maybe it's, maybe I'm not right. Maybe it's just people are pretentious everywhere. But yeah. I'm, on, I'm on boy Hinge for the, for the first time using producer Hannah's phone. So, this is all new stuff to me. Anyway, this guy. The one thing I'd love to know about you is... Whether you have your avocado toast with cherry tomatoes or not. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, avoc- avocados and poached eggs. That's he works in finance, by the way. Of course he does. <laughs> he takes himself seriously. Ah, <laughs> uh, this this sounds like a thing. You should leave a comment if you fancy seeing all of Naruto with me. <laughs> Basic anime again. Everyone, know, everyone knows yeah. Naruto. Just stop. There you go. It's not cool. I got one. And this is such a like, maybe I'm looking into this too much. I'm being too cynical here, but I feel like this is such a way to like make physical contact on the first date. Yeah. I bet you can't beat me at Thumb War. 
that's such a like yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Well, as soon as you get there you know that like no one's gonna have anything to say so like oh yeah how you doing how yeah you cool oh uh, yeah uh, okay yeah cool we're doing this now <laughs> like, I feel like everyone knows that trick though like establishing intimacy through contact so it's like it's I hate that that's a trick but you're so right yeah but I feel like everyone knows that now so it's like it's like reverse psychology it's too obvious to even yeah it's like when that book uh, The Game came out do you remember that? no this might be before your time. I might be showing our age difference here, but there's a book called The Game. Yeah. It's like, is, that, is it a book called The Game? I'm making up. I think it's called The Game. Um, and it's like, it was the first like pickup artist book. Okay. And it was like this book that everyone read and it was like how to pick up girls. It was really sleazy and it was like, um, that's where the term peacocking comes from. So like, oh, okay. wear like a mad earring or like yeah. a funny shirt or a big hat to, yeah. to, to like start conversations. Like, and like rings maybe or a nose ring. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. <laughs> Uh, um, but that's where like that started and like negging as well came from that which was like it's basically the process of like finding something that someone is clearly insecure about and like insulting them so that but in a playful way yeah Yeah. if that can be done in a playful way but then when you bring them down their self esteem is low so you can then compliment them to like bring them back on board really sleazy really (laughs) shitty I don't know Um, that big hits but I knew they work yeah (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that was uh, why am I talking about that Oh yeah, so the yeah, thing with that is, when oh, yeah. that book came out, everyone started reading it, so very quickly, after like six months, everyone knew the weird moves that were in it, yeah. like one of them was make establishing contact, so it was like, if we're on a date, uh, you would like laugh, like, this is like really early on, like 10 minutes in, you're like, ha ha, yeah, oh, okay. doing that, and it, everyone just started spotting those moves, so all the girls that like knew about it, and they saw these creepy guys, like you could just instantly see like red flag, they've yeah. read the game, like they shouldn't, you shouldn't go anywhere near them, which is probably a good thing. This guy literally wrote the book on it. And then ruined it for everyone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, I clearly know quite a lot. Yes, I read the book. Uh, but it <laughs> do just, you, do, it was, do you employ any of these tricks anymore? No, God, no. It's just, it's, it's nice to see other people doing it. Like, it's, it's basically like a book of, if you read it like a book of what not to do, then yeah. you start winning because all the other like weirdos are doing it. That is always your approach. You know. uh, anyway, yeah. So. Right, so yeah, that was Hinge Prompts. Any advice for people with a Hinge profile that after seeing this, maybe some of the prompts came up that they have? Like, any advice on how to improve it? Honestly, no, because I will probably pick fault with anything that you write and you'll probably do the same for me. So here we are, but you're probably just going to pick someone for the picture anyway, so who cares? <laughs> yeah, no one reads the fucking prompts no anyway. Cares, yeah. yeah oh, is- oh, no, sorry, last one. Please, stop. Just to every three prompts, please don't just put a dot. And then a uh, dot, and another dot, because you can't be bothered to write anything. Like, at least write something. Like, I'm going to bag on like, where where'd you go from that? Yeah. I feel like know? I need to caveat it in case anyone sees me on Hinge. My Hinge profile is really shit. <laughs> it's literally like, yeah, I, have a, I have a podcast, here it is. Feel free to take the piss out of me and Jamie. I'm in a band, here it is. Yeah, it's, there's nothing personal about me on my thing. It's just fucking, I get, I get people like matching me saying this is just an advert. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Maybe that's why I don't get any matches. Well, that's what Hinge is for. It's an advert of you as a person for, for dating. Yeah. So, actually. There we go. What are you afraid of? All right. That's all we have time for today. Thank you so much for listening. It really, really means a lot to me that you have gone out your way to come and listen to me talk to people about their sex stories. <laughs> um, if you like what we're doing, go check us a follow on Let's Talk About Sex Jamie on Instagram. Uh, tell your friends about us. Leave a review on iTunes. All that stuff that people with podcasts say at the end, basically. Um, yeah, it really means a lot that you listen and hope to see you next week. Love you. Bye. <laughs>